Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me on the couch is the other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. God damn it. That can only mean one thing. Special guest, Andrew Zangri's in town. <laughs> on the other couch is, uh, yeah, my best, That's Jillian's m- pillow. best and longest friend in the whole wide world, uh, Heyman the dog, <laughs> and Andrew Zangri's here. Hey. <laughs> How you been? Happy to be making the the yearly pilgrimage. It's it, it's kind of like a tradition uh, around the holidays. A little earlier this go around, not Christmas, but um or the or the New Year. Uh, it's Thanksgiving. We're joined here, so we get you twice because this. Don't forget this calendar year. We did a horror story. Wow. That was that was during the Rumble weekend. So that was in January. Big year. Yeah, it's big. It's a bit of big year. It's a big year in film. <laughs> I hate my life so much. Um, yeah, if you're new here, normally what happens is it's just Sam and I, uh, we're married, we have a large movie collection, we watch a random movie, we talk about it, we have fun. We also, do two of those three Also things. talk about our lives, um, but on special occasions, like, you know, a guest being here and providing us such wonderful content, we're going to imbibe in it, um... And today is today is an, an Im, imbibation. That's not a word, <laughs> but I'm sure it was in here somewhere. We watched Food Fight. Uh, you own Food Fight because, as customer, I think we've talked about on previous episodes. I don't own it. Your daughter owns it. <laughs> you owned it because I bought it for you for Christmas last year. Because I purposely get you bad gifts. I and we'll, we'll, we'll actually get in the movie. I'll go into like why I sought, sought this out. I paid like $10 for this and gave it to you. And then you in turn re-gifted it to my daughter so we could watch it tonight. Yeah. Exactly what you did with uh, Pocket Ninjas a couple years ago. That was yours. Yeah, that like, out so well. I gave that to you and then you finally gave it back to me so we could watch it for the podcast. Cool, cool. Horror Story just flat out bought at a blockbuster for me. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad you remember all this. Yeah, that's I. it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> this is... Is remembering it all. Um, you want to know what my curse is? What? You. I am. Good one. Um, <laughs> ow! Yeah, you hit me. That's on air. That's evidence. <laughs> uh, we're recording this on November 26, 2019. Uh, this will be airing after... Um, this will be airing after last week's episode, which we haven't recorded yet, which makes no sense if you're in the moment. Um, so we're not going to talk about oh, Jillian's birthdays. We're keeping, and... it, we're keeping it in line with this fucking movie. Yeah, it's all, it's all, <laughs> all foobar. Um, so we'll talk, well, so last week you've heard about, you know, movies we've watched and, you know, like her birthday and stuff, but we have a guest here. What, um, I always ask if we have a guest, what you've been watching and seeing and enjoying or not enjoying as of late. Uh, good movies this year. Mm-hmm. Past few weeks. Got to see... Parasite, mm-hmm. so Jojo Rabbit, both of those are really good. Um, good to hear. Been catching up with Shit's Creek. No, we were talking about that before. Which is a new classic, very funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. Anything you've watched that year that's bad besides Food Fight? Um, Don't spoil it. Well. Let me get back to you on that. Okay, yeah, just think about it. Anything, you know, have people avoid, you never know. Yes. Um, I feel bad we didn't get a chance when Rich was here to record with him, because that way he could just go off on Joker for 20 minutes, because Rich fucking hated it. <laughs> and it was pretty pretty entertaining to watch him talk about it. 
Um, much more entertaining than what we're going to be tackling today. Uh, food Fight, as I mentioned, is today's movie. Now, normally, you know, we have, Samantha and I have our competition every 50 episodes. We um, read the back of the box back and forth, and whoever fucks up the most has to watch a film series of the losers choosing. This go around, my nom- I nominated the Leprechaun film franchise. Samantha nominated the Bring It On film franchise because there's like five of them now. No, there's like seven. Yeah. Seven. Uh, so I'm currently in the lead, but we think it's only fair that because <clears throat> it. Because you, know. you made us watch a shitty movie yeah. and my phone is dead where I keep the list. Yeah, we don't know you whose turn to, it is. You need to read it. I accept. Yes, so uh, you'll just read the uh, the little the front blurb. And the, the yeah, front. the little. Any, like, no, there's, there, there's no like taglines on the oh, front. It's just the cast. Lines, there's no reviews. No. Oh, sh- that stinks. Yeah. But you can get Food Fight on your computer or mobile device. True. We'll have to get the digital for Jillian. So we won't If my if Jillian ever saw, sees this movie, I'm going to revoke my rights as a parent <laughs> because I should not have them in the first place. After you. So if I break or something? No, no, you're, you're, this doesn't right. count, yeah. There's, neither one of us are going to risk it right now because I refuse to get a tick mark for fucking food fight. Well, okay. <clears throat> the world's most beloved brands, and in parentheses, we have Charlie the Tuna, mm-hmm. Mrs. Butterworth, Twinkie the Kid. <laughs> Worth it. Classic Stork, and many others. Magically come to life to defend their shelf space against the evil, evil General X, led by Lady X, Eva Longoria. Mm-hmm. Forced from retirement, Dex Dog Detective, who's played by Charlie Sheen. I wish you'd read this box. Faces the hardest case of his life, fighting to save the supermarket and his missing sunshine goodness, who is Hillary Duff. I made it. <laughs> he did. If it had been part of the game, you would have gotten a tick mark there, but that's okay. What was the tick mark? Uh, when evil, if if like, if like a, a verbal blunder. Oh, yeah. Blunder. Yeah, but but yeah, which with my fucking mush mouth and Samantha's just illiteracy, then you know it's always a. Uh... I thought you were doing it for laughing, and I was. Oh, just to not oh. It's both. It's both. So it's, it's both. both. So you can't um, fumble on words. You can't mispronounce things. So Vlasic would have been funny for him to say. Vlasic Stork. Isn't it Mrs. Buttersworth or is it Butterworth? I don't know, and I think they spelled Vlasic wrong on the back of the face. Is it the two A's? I think it's two S's. No, I think it's. Alexa? No, that's correct. I don't know if we changed oh, no. the wicked words. Is it, is it two A's? I think it might be two A's. This is much more important than Amazon? watching the movie. How do you spell Vlasic? No, they, they got it right. Vlasic is spelled C L. Amazon, stop. Yes. Yeah, they did it right. Vlasic is correct. Now, Mrs. Buttersworth. No, it is Butterworths. They asked at the end. So they do it's possessive. A, so they do have a fact checker somewhere. <laughs> but they... Oh, I have Sheen with three E's. No. Um, Dax Dog's Tective. Oh, yeah, I would fuck that up. Dex Dog Tective. 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 So... Andrew and I have been uh, followers and fans of like box office numbers for as long as we've known each other, far back as I can remember. And the site we used all the time was Box Office Mojo. Rest in peace, the Box Office Mojo as we know it. They recently finally got like t- they've already been taken over by MDB, but like they kind of let them do their own thing, and now the site's different. It's horrible, and I hate it. But they always had, like, a really schedule on there. And I would always just get bored and be like, oh, man, what's coming out, like, next summer? Or what's a Christmas movie? And I would just go and go and go. And they used to have a section that was, just like, unscheduled. And then I remember always seeing Food Fight. Like, literally, I probably in high school, seeing Food Fight. And nothing ever happened. Nothing ever came of it. And then until finally, they, like, this just, like, on shelves in, like, the mid you know, 2010s, which is on shelves. <sighs> and it has been regarded as one of the worst films ever made. One of? If you go to IMDb, it doesn't have enough re- reviews to be in the top, the bottom 100 with movies like Disaster Movie and Mano's Hands of Fate and fucking Baby Geniuses and shit like that. 
but it has got a 1.6 score on IMDb. That's generous. That We're, means one of us is going to give it a two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that means. And I know it's going to be Andrew. We'll, uh, have to, we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a stinger for the rest of the let's show. Let's switch it up. So, the fact that, like, so we were going over some of the metrics of this movie when it was happening. Samantha, were you asleep when I was going over how much this movie cost to make? No. It cost, like, what, $65 yes. million and it made 72000 So, yes. I was awake. You had some moments. Well, that wasn't me sleeping on purpose. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do not do your Charlene Yee impression right now. <laughs> Why, wow, she does a Charlene Yee impression? Yeah, it's, it's great. Cool. But, but oh no, God. don't have, don't have Beetlejuice around, or, or Andrew Nice Clay, or, uh, who's the other one? Oh, it's Dr. Teeth. It's been a while. He's kind of like a mascot, right? What? Hey, greetings and felicitations, everybody. It's me, Dr. T from the Electric Mayhem. Hey, how's it going? Guy on the couch, okay. What's your name, buddy? I haven't heard this. You haven't heard of Dr. T? You don't know Dr. T from the Electric Mayhem? I'm on the Muppet Show. (laughs) I got friends, Janice and Floyd. Animal's my drummer. I'm really good Janice because it's just Charlene Yee Light. It is not. Are you going to talk to me or not? I don't think I am. All right, well, peace. Say it later. <laughs> That's what the character really is. You ask him a question, he doesn't know the answer to it. And we go about our way. Uh, we're trying everything we can to not talk about this movie. <laughs> it's just like... If you... How? If you could be a mascot... How? Who would you represent? Ooh. Ooh. That's a really good question. We all know you do mac and cheese, mullet. Yep, I'd be the mac and cheese dinosaur. Mac and cheese dinosaur? You know, like the Kraft mac and cheese, the orange dinosaur dude? Okay. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like his friend. The, the, the overweight American. (laughs) 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 Well, what, what, you'd be like, you, your big dumb face behind the jar of pasta sauce. Hmm. This is a fun question. I'd be like Little Debbie. Little Debbie. You could be Little Debbie. I would be a, an ice cream. See that? You'd be better, Jerry. Uh, what? What's another one? I think the bluebell cow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, broccoli ball player. Broccoli ball. Player. As we found in this movie. All right. So 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 let's get into it. So, this is one of the worst movies ever made. Absolutely. 100%. Ab- like a hundred percent. Like I legit thought I was watching, like. The Sims, not even Sims 4, which is out now. The Sims on, like, a PC from 1992. There's way too many, like, animation styles happening at once, and they all fucking suck. Terrible. They're all, like, obviously 2003, 2004 when the movie started, and they just didn't upgrade their computers or start over by the time they finished it. It looks... It looks dog food awful. Dog food awful. And just the plot didn't make any sense. Yeah, so... I would understand if there was, like, a thorough through line, but there's not. So, can they see the, the mascots moving? They do it at night when there's no people. So what about the soda rocket through the guy's legs? Remember that part? Look. When Dex Dog's detective and... we've watched enough movies on this show. This is episode, what, 260? 270-something, I think, almost at this point. I think that we've watched enough movies on the show to know that adults don't pay attention to things. That was the lesson of the Toy Story movies from last week, right? True. Now, Kids are the only ones who could see. Sure. Andrew. So, Andrew, I'll pose this question. If you were walking out of a door and a two-liter bottle of purple soda... Was flying at you. Oh, uh, kid stuff. With a chocolate squirrel? Was he a squirrel? Yeah. Who was Dangerous Dan or I whatever his name was? Squirrel. Daredevil Dan, was that his name? Daredevil. Dan's Fan City. <laughs> I don't. I think Daredevil it was. Dan and Dex Dog Detective. Dex Dog Detective. Best friends. Best friends, yes. But, like, what was. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think the defining. Uh, commentary 
on this movie is that the animation is so bad. It looks like it was rushed out or just uh, made on, you know, uh, strings and cardboard. And it, it, it's, that they let this go to publication is ridiculous. Like, it took it 11 years, and this is what they were like, okay, just release it. Like, like what was it before this? Right. This is the finished version. Yeah. There's some motherfucker running around with $59.5 million in his pocket. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bonkers. Bad. Like you said, the, the plot, like, so there's an evil brand that's, yeah, but, like, taking over the good brands. But when you first, when the movie first opens, all these things happen in quick succession. You have no idea why. Everything's happening way too or fast. Or who. Like, everyone's just reading their lines one time, so either it's the most monotonous, boring delivery you've ever heard, or it's like Christopher Lloyd and Cloris Leachman and Jerry Stiller, three legends of Hollywood, just muttering their lines and, and blabbering nothingness. And then... It was so There's bad. just all the... The... Stereotypes. There was stereotypes. Nazi symbolism. <laughs> Zegri was really looking deep in this. Nazi symbolism. A lot, a lot of like uh, adult yeah. jokes which were dumb and super adult. Like a lot of like double entendre innuendos. It's and a PG movie. Yeah. yeah, but isn't that like like I'm fine with that if they're clever. They weren't clever. Like get some for the parents. Yeah. I, I would not have been surprised if that just came out at one point. Call wench and bimbos, and that's when I fell asleep, I guess. And then when they were dancing, when all of a sudden, evil lady X and the dog break into dance, and she she puts her leg above her head. This happened. There's so much. One the first one of the first things that happened in the movie was the frog who had a crown on the back of his eyes and not his head, like Zangri so eloquently pointed out. Which, by the way, they just didn't get the rights to dig him. The Smacks frog. That's what happened, right? Ooh. They're like, oh man, you're going to play hardball and dig him? Fuck you. Frog with a crown on his head. Back so, of his head. Yeah. Um, he's standing on the street, and then he like shits himself, and then because of the smell of the shit... He pukes, and it's on Mr. Clean who's walking by. No, that's by. not what happened. Please correct me. So he jumped up from the <laughs> sewer. Oh, right, okay. And farted, and then the man cover, manhole cover fell on him and landed him in the mud that sprayed on Mr. Clean. Wow. Who got upset for no reason because he was fine in the next frame. I think Mr. Clean. I think this movie served to show us that Mr. Clean's a diva. Yo, he had a dossier like seven miles long. I just realized, besides the Grizzly Adams line, they just made Mr. Clean fucking Lee Trevino and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> just the, the the golfer just reacted to everything, just shaking his head. That's, that's why they made Mr. Clean in this movie. Grizzly Adams did have a beard. Uh, my first note, uh, besides the frog farting. Mr. Clean stuff was the animation is the worst goddamn thing. Was well, just what I wrote. The worst, yeah. The worst goddamn thing. Um, there's <laughs> halfway down. I just my note is just this is unbelievable. Like I, I, I just don't believe this is a thing. And so many like you, you asked how many times like how much money did these places have to like be given like that had to have been the 65 million dollar budget is like yeah. hey uh hormel that yeah. wasn't even that was even one that was in there dinty Moore and swiffer like can i slap your logo on the back of this freaking grocery store and then some of the music they had to buy the rights for oh no not they all made that in like an hour no some of them like when they sang legitimate songs I swallowed the wrong time. <laughs> the music in this movie is, like, I, I think that's secretly one of the worst things about the movies we watch, because we had Pocket Ninjas, a horror story in this, where it's just, the music is some guy's friend's dad's <laughs> uncle's neighbor. It's like, yeah, I got, I got a Casio keyboard. And it also just doesn't match up to what's happening in the movie. Like, the scene where, like, they're getting battle ready for the big war with Brand X, and it's like, 
a fucking love song that's happening. Yeah. It just makes... It, there's no uh, synergy with one thing to the <laughs> next. And then, as I said when we were watching it, there's no subtlety to this movie at all. So, like, as I was talking about, like, all these, like, windows are, like, double entendre jokes that an adult might appreciate... It's just right out the window when the character's like, oh man, I gotta piss my pants because my wiener's full of urine. There was it's a, a direct quote. No, what was the, uh, like, the thinner, like, Eater X Nazi guy who was very annoying? <laughs> was saying the something like, zombie oh, one? yeah, it was, it was a zombie one. He's like, my stomach doesn't feel good, which means that something's about to come out of my butt, or it was something like that. <laughs> and that's why I was like, Ch- what? I was taken aback when he's like, oh, hey, nice rack. When did that happen? When he was flying over, not the zombie Oh, guys. yeah. And then there was like, oh, look at those melons. Was it Daredevil Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was Daredevil Dan. Yeah, a yeah. couple times they made references to tits. There was. I agree. It, it was inappropriate. At best. At best. And then, so. I didn't write any notes, so we're just oh, going to Oh, I have fucking notes. Down. Well, okay. good. Do you want to talk about the the money line of the movie? No, we're, no. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get to dialogue here in a second. Okay. Uh, I want to go back to can we tally up all the offensive characters and stereotypes? Oh man! So we had King Tofu, who was like, as I think I said during, I'm like Kung he, Tofu. Kung Tofu, sorry. Uh, King, I was trying to make it better. Kung to- Tofu, who makes Charlie Chan look like. Fucking, what I said, the farewell. <laughs> like, in terms of, like, treating Asian people uh, fine. Like, the most offensive, because there was just some white Scottish dude doing it. You had that one. You had the fromage, the French dude. You had the Jewish character, who was literally a nose with glasses. Yeah. Oh, that, I like that. about that, <laughs> <laughs> You said do or don't. We gotta, we, we gotta talk about the nose guy. <laughs> So as the two chosen people in the room, how did you guys feel about? Well, I wasn't sure like yeah. if, if they were really like there's there's no way they're making this character that's entirely a nose be a Jewish stereotype. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't do that. And then at the very end, like at the very last line of the movie, oh, this doctor who is a nose sees a Dex. Dog detective, dog detective. Dex dog okay. detective. Dex dog no. detective. He's getting dog married, and he like, you know, in a ceremonial like, smashing of the bottle, but it's milk. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a whole other thing. But then the the doctor says, "Oh, he's Jewish too." I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then of course, as he as he uh, proceeds to take the money out of the card he gave him, <laughs> like something very like. Something else. And then it cuts to what well, we thought was gonna be the last line of the movie until there was like five minutes of extra scenes in the credits. The 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 Kung Tofu can be like Soy Vey! And it's like no No Soy Vey. Then you had like there was the the big nasty lady who was like German, I think, the zombie guy who was whatever, Eastern European <laughs> Alan Rickman, whatever. Um you had I mean Daredevil Dan is still just Wayne Brady just da 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 Mammy. Like, <laughs> it's basically yeah. all that is. I mean... And there was a whole thing with him early when the Professor X lady showed up yeah. and he's like, I know they like chocolate. Yeah, yeah, chocolate melts in your mouth or whatever, probably. Yeah, that was bad. Um, that was really bad, yeah. Then you had like the old-timey sea captain. That's not offensive. <laughs> That's just offensive to sea captains. I don't know I like that. Um, are there any other like like offensive ones. That might have been it. The Chiquita Banana. Oh yeah. Lady. Yep. Eventually, because yeah, because like it was kind of okay, and then it's like, oh, me bueno gonna do this or something. It's like, just don't, just, just take the fucking high road. If you're gonna be this movie, and a character is gonna jump off of his feet, turn around in midair and spray green gas in another character's face, then at least have the Mexican person be respected. Um, uh, let me see. Different lands, goodness. Uh, Vlad Chokul. I don't, he was, that was just Larry Miller being Larry Miller, but he also kind of seemed like he might have been gay. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah because he's like, oh, I'll mount you. Quick lines. And you're like, wait, wait, what? <sighs> Maximilian Moose. The uh, the Italian Moose. Oh, man, that was terrible. Yeah, that one was, was, not, was not good. Uh, I'm not going to say anything bad about Cheezle the Weasel. Uh, the, the nadir in my life in terms of sentences was explaining in the middle of it uh, when you were asking what, what cheese he had. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a Cheezle Weasel's Weasel Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to repeat it and I just repeated it again so I said it three times so this will be the last episode of Married Movies because I won't be on this earth <laughs> for very much longer we've come this far can you say it one more time then? Cheezle Weasel's Weasel Cheese okay. yeah, no. what? nope 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 yeah you only get one repeat alright come on you don't want to ruin it too we- late Weasel Cheezle Cheezle Weasel no I said it wrong let <laughs> 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 uh, me go back to my notes um so, also, just as a movie fan, I was offended by it just blatantly taking things from Casablanca. <laughs> like, oh my God, it was literally the plot to Casablanca in portions. You know, man in love. in with Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. And... Roger Rabbit. Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. A lot of Roger Rabbit. Um, and some Looney Tunes. Sure. Hook. Hook, there's uh, some hookish stuff there. Yeah, yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. But the Casablanca thing was one of the most powerful scenes in the movie is when they're at, uh, when Rick has the band playing the French national anthem against like the Nazis like requesting the German national anthem being sung, and they're going back right. and forth. It's the middle of the war. And they do that here, but with like Brand X's little. Like stomp routine. You can't see, but he's doing it. While I'm trying to loudly hit myself so I can feel the pain. Um, and what was the and what were the fuck? What was the bullshit they were singing? Like we're all the world with some shit. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what Samantha exactly. was referring to with the songs? Yes, it got made in an hour, but they also had to pay for "Heard It Through the Grapevine" from the California Raisins. They had to pay. Do you have to pay for Hava Nagila? Sure, yeah, they're, they're by Jews. <laughs> oh my god, I'm out. I'm out. She said it, she's allowed. What, we didn't talk about how my favorite scene was when the Jewish nose sneezed all over the do- the. He sneezed all over the dog? Probably. Probably, yeah. just always assume every character sneezed, pooped, <laughs> peed, and then there's a whole scene where like, they're fighting with food. At least... Give, I have to give the movie props something. They don't squelch on the food fighting. At least they have the food fight. But then, but then they're, f- like, food fighting, and, like, every time food's landing, it's just creating, like, this really cheap-looking, like, like food cloud image. Yeah. It's, it's just bad food explosions. It's just gross. Very blobby. Yeah, very it's blobby. Repetitive, blobby, vague. Effects. <sighs> and then at one point, like, there's a pie that hits this guy's face, and the animation is, like, flickering. It looked oh, like white funny. snow, yeah. I'm like, come on. <laughs> $65 million. My biggest problem with the food fighting was, at one point, you know, all these contraptions of foods are doing, you know, certain things. Uh, there's a whole army of ketchup bottles getting ready to, like, lay waste to the enemy. Oh, no. And as they're prepared to be be shot out they can't like get the ketchup out of the bottle so you gotta like shake it hit the bottom of it. it's a funny gag they were fucking squeeze bottles if you're gonna be food fight and you're gonna go like at least have the common fucking decency to yourself to do the fucking gag right it's just I don't know why I had expectations for food fight to have fucking jars glasses of ketchup over a squeeze bottle. But fuck me, right? Yes. Samantha, so you talked about your favorite scene, Samantha. Um, do you have anything, any other favorite scenes? Anything else you particularly liked about the movie? No, I just like that because that's what I wanted to do. But was vomit. I wanted to just vomit on this movie. Yes. Did you have a favorite scene? We're going to get to the line in a second. I know you're dying. The hot, the hot chocolate one or the... Oh, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did legitimately like the hot chocolate thing. Go ahead. There was 
They're getting ready to counter attack the the uh, armies that are coming against them. What do you call that? Uh, the resistance. The resistance. Sure. And everyone's armed with food at the top of this roof to throw down and hurt the soldiers with. And they have... Uh, one group has a giant scalding cup of hot chocolate. And before they dump it onto the incoming soldiers, uh, Dex Dog Detective says, Wait, marshmallows. It's hot chocolate. Come on. I'm like, I, I accept. I accept this, <laughs> this joke. It's not good, but I accept it. In relation to everything else that's been happening, <laughs> I like I like the background stuff. Uh, Dex Dog Detective must have been a big movie fan because he had like fake movie posters like oh, Twelve like Hungry movie. Men, and he yeah. had one that was It's a Wonderful Lime. I like the movie. <laughs> and Booster. it's and it's just uh, uh, James Stewart just holding a giant lime <laughs> in the background. I'm like, dude, why did you fire that person on day one? Like, let him do the rest of the fucking movie. Um. Uh, well, a tradition here on uh, the episodes with you, I want to let everyone at home know, congratulations, in the comment, outside oh, in the comments, in the description of the episode will be a link to the full Food Fight movie that's available on YouTube. Great. So you can go watch to your heart. It has 149,000 views. Somehow, tw- two, uh, 2,200 are positive and 993 are negative. I don't know how this is not like Rebecca Black's Friday in terms of, like, dislikes um it, it's uh, it, uh, barely a movie at all yeah it's just a bunch of like construction paper cut and paste put yeah. together but Charlie Sheen and Eva Longoria and Jerry Stiller are there so it's even weirder than if it was it's just so really weird. bad it's so weird it's so bad cause you like see you were saying. If, if, if you walk through like uh, a DVD section at Walmart you're gonna see these random ass like animated movies and all like from like foreign like animation companies or they'll get like Brian Dennehy and like nobody else. Like it's got one guy like this is yeah, this is Charlie Sheen at one point was like the biggest actor in television for like a decade. Eva Longoria is not a, a C list celebrity. Wayne Brady had a moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do I be talking about J- Cloris Leachman has a fucking Academy Award? Christopher Lloyd's one of the most iconic character actors ever. Like, has three or four pantheon, like, roles. So, uh, so in all of that... Harvey was... Firestein! He's a Tony winner! For singing! I know, it's stupid, but... <laughs> Counts. But we, we were just wondering, like, where were their managers? How, how did they... How were they allowed to go through with this in relation to their... Their careers and their standing. Or, those managers are a raise because this pile of shit was just throwing money left right. Hey, Charlie, $10 million would be Dex Dog's detective, you know, reading these bullshit lines. So, okay, fine. Did the check clear? Let's go to work. Yeah. And then he's saying the worst food puns of all time. Now, me and Andrew Zanga love us some food puns. I'll say. All puns. We used to have a competition in journalism class. About we would like ask somebody like judge our our best and worst food puns, uh, and you had one that literally just got s- stolen by I think Papa John's was it? Oh yes, you know you're right. Yeah, you want to do you want to share with the audience what it was? You can do it. I mean, I mean, we can go twenty minutes on food puns here because we have the one that I'm referencing right now is I'm looking at Sam's when I do this. We got the meat. We got the meat. We got the meat. Yeah. Yeah. We got the meat. We yeah. got the meat. Jillian uh, does that better. What? Arby's. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. I, our daughter does the thing, Rames. We have the meats thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so we had, we got the meats. Um, I had, boom, mm, 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 mild wings. So wild, wild things, mild wings. Um, and then yours, which was referenced directly today, this isn't a pun, but I'm going to get you drunk, get you love drunk off these ribs. Mm-hmm. This was not those. This was the most pigeonholed phrases ever. And I'm, I'm, again, I'm not going to say the one yet, but what were some of the other ones? I'm, I've been trying to think. Cause... Let me just go to like the, the IMDb like quote section. That's great. Uh, oh, well, the, your second favorite was when Charlie Sheen... 
called uh, Lady X a cold farted itch. Yep. That happened. So I get cold farted. Why is she an itch? Say witch. See, for a second I thought he said hitch. Cold farted hitch. Well, would that be better? It wouldn't be. <laughs> it's the bad game of telephone. Uh, the first piece of trivia on IMDb is many animators reportedly refuse to list this film on their resumes. <laughs> it's the first thing it is. Uh, in December 2002, the hard drives containing the film in progress were stolen. Mm. The filmworkers had to start over to use motion capture to speed up production. Who, who were they motion... Oh, this is important to know. Who were they motion capturing? Fucking paraplegics? <laughs> but to know that in the context of experiencing it is very important. So, writer and director Lawrence Kasanoff didn't seem to realize the difference between live action and animation. He would often ask his crew to do, quote, retakes of scenes. He would also ask animators to make things more awesome or 30% better. He was eventually fired. He lost studio millions of dollars due to his inability to streamline production. Set to release December 2003, then fall 2005, then spring 2009. So I was right. We were in high school, and like I was seeing this. Wow. Uh, into September 2011, bondholders forced the sale of the still-unreleased film at auction. The opening bid was set at $2.5 million. Like, I'm never at a loss of words. It, it's insane. Uh, Lawrence Kasanoff declared his company, quote, the new Pixar, and meant for this movie to start a huge media empire, including a food fight on ice show. Uh, many recognizable food mascots were meant to appear in the movie, but their parent companies backed out. Chester Cheetah was prominently featured in the original trailer. Never be seen again. Um... The, some think the companies pulled out because the mascots were subject to cruel, inappropriate jokes. The gay pervert bat was meant to be <laughs> Count Chocula. That's what it says here. Oh. Uh, and Daredevil Dan uh, cat calls a large-breasted woman who was supposed to be Little Debbie. The plot thickens. Lawrence Kasanoff promoted the film by saying it would be his studio's Casablanca. Many scenes and quotes were a clear reference to that movie. This is like the the animated room. Hmm. Honestly, yeah. from what I'm seeing, yeah, it is. like it has to be that. Um, it's the second time Charlie Sheen has voiced a canine character. All dogs go to heaven too. This is fun trivia. All right, uh, sorry, quotes. I had to. I right, guess quotes. Uh, you know what number one is, of course, which we'll get to. Uh, I'll get back to that one as well. Um, this is so. Holy chips. There's one. Oh, chip faced. I remember. Chip faced, like, of there was course. There drinking milk at the bar and he said, yeah. Don't drink too much or you'll get chip faced. And he fell into a pile of chips. Of all the produce bars and all the supermarkets in the world, she walks into mine. I'd like to butter your muffin. Let's st- strawberry jam out of here. I'm going to pop your corn, lady. You're a dead man, Ramsey. There's a perfect commando. Commando's asleep. Uh,. If I had a raisin for every time I heard that one, do I look like the Dairy Queen to you? How about some chocolate frosting? That's what he was saying when, like, Daredevil Dan was like, Hey, ladies, some chocolate frosting. He was threatening to come on them with his... Yeah. You better go easy on that potato juice before you get chip-faced. Chick stick chocolate. Good Lord. I always knew you were damaged goods. I'm not the one who's going to be puppy whipped, you cold farted itch. So the um the line I was going to refer to it has nothing to do with food, but it's like very early on in the movie. I don't remember what the context of it was, but Charlie Sheen just says, "quote There are some stains you can't get out," and it's like the perfect thing to hear Charlie Sheen say because he said it every Thursday for like eight years straight to his uh to his uh, person. But the line of all lines, the end of the movie, when evil has been vanquished and she's giving him like her. Her speech, uh, you know, like, you know, why she was doing it and how angry she is. Angry, do the honors. What does Dex say? 
Frankly, my dear, I don't give a spam. Don't give a spam. In a movie that references Casablanca expertly, it ends with a Gone with the Wind fucking quote. <laughs> Doesn't even stick the fucking landing on the right movie. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a spam. Poetry. I really hate my life right now. <laughs> Did you guys have a worse part of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't, frankly, my dear, I don't give a spam. Worst part of the movie? Yeah. Oof. That's tough. <laughs> Mine was going to be when we checked to see how much time was left, and we were at 47 minutes. <laughs> it was like, oh, I think all three of us looked at each other and were like, Yo, like, are we sure? <laughs> we, we, but We're going to do this, right? Yeah, but I'm pot committed at that point. Like, like... I'll never forget falling asleep in the middle of Night of the Creeps for the very first time and how you and Rich held that over my head. God forbid. Never again. No. Like, tomorrow, you could get sideswiped by a semi-truck. And I'm sorry the last movie you saw was Food Fight. But you finished it. You know what happened. You have no unfinished business, so you're not going to be a ghost. Your soul is good. I feel better now. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm... I'm trying to get, build you guys up to, you know, accept this movie. Samantha, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Okay, just, just checking. Um, did you have a, a, a worst part, Samantha? Your least favorite? Yeah, I would say started right after the opening credits. <laughs> no, I just hated this whole movie. It's not, it's... It, like, I honestly thought I was watching, like, Jillian's Project. Like, I, I, I don't even know. I can't even talk about it. It's the worst form of children's entertainment. I can't even talk about it. She's like, She's been doing this for, like, 270 fucking episodes. <laughs> like, we were talk about Pocket Ninjas. But you can't talk about Food Fight. What was your favorite part, Mullet? My favorite part? No, my least, least favorite. favorite part? Um. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, the first 10 or 15 minutes before it got to, like, the actual movie, like, also, like, this was 90 minutes, but this was a long 90 minutes because there's just stuff that just dwells. Like, I needed them on a 10-minute date, you know, with an, with an Italian moose messing around. I didn't need, I mean, I didn't need it in my life in general, but this, those stuff, that stuff, all the cheesel weasel stuff. Like, you don't need, like, are you trying to make this your character? This is the guy you're going to hit your wagon to? Yep. It's Cheezle the Weasel. <laughs> and the hairless hamsters. Oh, yeah, there was, like... Oh, yeah. Hairless hamster hem- henchman, which is the official title in the credits. But it was Triple like, H! Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, wow, okay. Now when oh we get God. you a jersey that says it, you're going to know it's for these guys. Pause. You're a big wrestling fan? No, food fight. You seen it? <laughs> so, these henchmen, all they did was, like, punch each other in a circle and and then, like, fall off the of tall things. Yep. And make, and make like, loud sound effects that hit each other. And it was... They weren't very good henchmen. No, not at all. There was also just, like, way too much, um, what's the phrase I'm looking for here? I just fucking lost it. Um, so you talked about, like, the, like, the sexualization, but also just, like, unnecessary violence. Like, at one point, like, like they're just putting tissues on dead bodies. Oh, yeah. I had a visceral reaction to that. Yeah, you're like, oh, my God. I was like, what's wrong? I thought, like, I, I didn't know you were going to, like, do that out loud about the movie. Well, like, oh, my God, did you find out bad news on your phone? Because I couldn't believe that they killed the characters. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, the, like... Like, like the stul- the sea captain, and then I said to him, like, man, I'll give this movie a full point higher if they kill that penguin character and he stays dead. And well, sorry, yeah. he you know he came back, so yep, they lost their they lost their chance. Um, but then like that weasel gets hit by a fucking bus, and things are getting just dropped on these characters, and it's like again, this is for children, and it's like they're almost not played up to comedic effect. Right. Like they almost seem too real. I agree. At some point, you you just yelled out like, 
We need to know the rules. <laughs> yes, that's also the thing. I was like, is, like, is violence a real thing in this world? Or right, not? right. Yeah, it's. How does it impact them? Yeah, at least Spaceship with the common courtesy be like, it's Looney Tune land. You can do whatever you want. You know. Right, right. This motherfucker just got a wrecking ball dropped on his back. Was able to hold it on the hump on his back for two seconds, <laughs> and then was flattened like a fucking pancake. <laughs> so. If we're going there, let's give me I'm ready. I'm here. Let's go. Just let me know how far we're going with this. Alright, well, I, I think we've discussed like the plot and the lack of which enough. Let's get into the MVPs and LVPs of the movie. the MVP and LVP of the movie. Um, which is fucking impossible, I feel like. Um, I lost the card. Oh god, the card ran away. It doesn't even want to be here anymore. Um, Which is easier? I think. I think MVP's easier. I have my MVP. I, I think I. I think I have mine too. I'm. I'm interested to see what you're gonna say. I, I knew it as soon as it happened. It was a, not a main character. Okay. Barely a side character. <laughs> you okay. But at some point, a, a can of Dinty Moore stew <laughs> came from off screen and rolled over a bad guy and then rolled away. And I said MVP. <laughs> immediately, immediately. Uh, didn't, so, it didn't say anything. It just it did, did it served its purpose and then so, it left. So as a as a rule, uh, man, I might actually fucking allow it this time. Please, please. <laughs> I, I might allow it. I have a legitimate candidate, but it's just like fucking grasping at straws. Samantha, do you have anybody? Uh, no. So I was going to make a case for Eva Longoria because, and here here's why I say this, because I forget what movie we were talking about. I can actually probably go back. We watched another really bad movie like this, like animated-wise, not too long ago. And I'm watching it, and when it came time for, like, LVP, it was like, I'm going to give it to this person, or MVP, I'm going to give it to this person. And the why was because, at the very least, at the end of it, they didn't embarrass themselves. Like, at least... They went in, they did their job, and sure, it's a very bad movie, but I'm not going to put that necessarily on them. So for her, for all the other like stars are involved, they're bad. But for her, it's, 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 it didn't sound anything abnormal. I was going to say Larry Miller's the same way, because he just sounded like Larry Miller doing his shtick. Like, they're not having to deliver fucking nonsense. Yeah. Um, that was going to be my only, my only one. Eva Longoria, the actress. Yeah. Is, is, <laughs> that's Eva how you know that's... Is the MVP of this movie. Eva Longoria Parker. Parker, yeah. Yeah, when she's still married to Tony Parker when he yeah. was out uh, banging all those French girls behind her back. Um, so that'd be my pitch. Or we can go with the candidate more. <laughs> do we have to agree on one? Yeah, yeah oh, we agree. Denty Moore. <laughs> like, I'm... So we have not broken we have not broken this rule for a very, very long time. The only other time we broke it was for Life of Pi, because there were so few characters I allowed the hyena to be the LVP. So in this case, because it is food fight, I will acquiesce and I will make Dinty Moore the MVP. Samantha, that will be ineligible for Swaggy. Uh, Swaggy uh, for I'm a not nominating movie. this movie for anything. No, well, for like the worst categories, we can't nominate Dinty Moore as the worst MVP because it's, it's a fucking can. Okay, alright, we'll see about that. LVP. Fuck, there's so many. Let's go through quickly and say, I think definitively, who it is not. So we just talked about Eva Longoria and Larry Miller. They're obviously not the worst part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the other... Charlie Sheen gets a pass. Dex dog technically gets a pass. We'll see. Uh, I think like like the Cloris Leachmans, the Jerry Stillers, the Ed Asners, like those people who are legends and like they don't do anything to like tarnish their legacy completely. Because um, then also they don't do as much. Uh, Chris Kattan is Polar Penguin. Yeah, that's Chris Kattan. That's probably about as good as you're going to get. Uh, so here's who I have. I don't think it's Wayne Brady either. Hmm. Okay. It's bad. Trust me, it's bad. But I don't think it's Wayne Brady. So here's who I have as options. 
So the guy who does the voice for Cheezle Weasel is that Lawrence Kazanoff. He's the director. And I almost feel like he's putting him responsible for all this. Because also Cheezle Weasel was fucking annoying as hell. Uh, you had mentioned, uh, not General, but Lieutenant X, like the zombie yeah, Jeff Bennett. He was a, he's a voice actor. He does, uh, uh, oh, he does Johnny Bravo. The voice of Johnny Bravo. Yeah, this guy, um, man, yeah, turned out the director's just bad at his job. Um, Harvey Firestein, I love him. I just can't. Christopher Lloyd is an absolute mess. <laughs> I wasn't sure who he was trying to be. I'm okay voting for Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, I think it's Christopher Lloyd. Because he's trying to be his character from... Who's Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. Also trying to be Doc. Also trying to be himself. It was so weird. So, like it was p- patched together from recordings of his other movies or yeah. something. So, he's still also not my vote. <laughs> so, my vote is Charlie Sheen. Because, really? yes. Because there is nothing there. <laughs> he is just reading. There's no inflection, passion, enthusiasm. There's not even, uh, there's not even, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, lethargy? Is that the right phrasing of it? Lethargy? Lethargy? There's no lethargy. There's nothing. He could have done that role on his phone. He was reading it for the very first time. And they're like, that's a wrap, Charlie. It was so... Bad. Hillary Duff was also very bad. And was not in the movie enough, I feel like, to pass Charlie's scene. But my note was, I've never written down an LVP so early before. But after the first scene, with like him sitting on the, on the, the fucking hot air balloon, he's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And it's like, you're Charlie Sheen! At least put, put, put some, get some, some oomph behind it, Charlie. I know you're Dex dog detective, but you gotta come up with something here, man. That that would that that would be mine. I, I I get you guys' point on Christopher Lloyd, but I just I just feel so bad. You make a good case, Samantha. Oh boy, I could be convinced. I I think I could be too. Think of all right. So let me think of a couple other moments. No, I think you made your. I think you made. Frankly, your case. my dear, I don't give a spam. Write, <laughs> write his name down. Write him sure. down. Okay. Because when this started, because the first few minutes is like them going through the, like the store and you're seeing all these kooky characters. I'm like, all right, Charlie Sheen's in this. Like, Charlie Sheen's very charismatic. He's good. And then you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is what we have. He has the most lines. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, Christopher Lloyd, even if he wasn't actually having fun, you could believe it, potentially. Sure. He was trying to enjoy himself in this role. Yeah. Charlie Sheen could have been valuable to this movie, but ultimately is just the biggest turd in the poop salad that is Food Fight. Very well said. Thank you. That's, that's, hey, I could have written for this movie. Um, in an actual fight, which of these mascots do you think would win? That we saw. We had Mr. Bubble. Who's a, he, Mr. Bubble threw that fucking food. Um, you have the Vlasic Stork. Now he'd get his ass kicked. Um, the Hawaiian Punch Kid. Um, Charlie Tuna. Charlie Tuna. I think Charlie Tuna's a bit of a pushover. Twinkie the Kid's resourceful. It's probably like Mr. Clean, because he's like an actual fucking person with hands and feet. He's jacked. Um, Could have been Chef Boyardee, who was sitting in a courtroom scene at one point. Why were they in a courtroom? I don't remember, actually. Were they in a courtroom? Oh, no, that was like when they were like planning like the resistance thing. You could have fooled me. You could have... I'm making this whole twenty minute court scene. I would have believed you. Make it shit up. You can't handle the Ruth. Open up a baby, baby Ruth. Baby Ruth, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I? Can I go to sleep now? <laughs> Almost. Is there, is there anything else we want to tackle on food fight? No. It was just so bad. Well, I feel as at peace as I could. So, let's score it, and I don't want to go based off of our previous scores for everything, but of the movies, the four that we've discussed on this podcast, in this unofficial series, is this the worst of the four? 
I, I, I would think I was so. going to say easily know at first, but then I remembered what we've seen. <laughs> so for the people at home, so, yeah, I think it's earlier. So worst. Adventures of Ford Fairlane, Pocket Which you Ninjas. Enjoyed. Which Andrew enjoyed. No, no, he doesn't enjoy that. I, I, I still give it a low score, but I could see it's undoubtedly the best of the four now that we've watched <laughs> Ford Fairlane. Yes. It's incredibly, it is leaps and bounds above Pocket I Ninjas, hate to say that it is, a horror story, it and is. food fight. Yes. At least, like, somebody that has a pedigree was able to look at that and pick together the koala. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, <laughs> really? Wow. Life. I feel like it is. All right, so, like so on a scale of one to ten, you're giving it a one, obviously. And I'm giving it a one. Which means you have to give it a two, so it gets that 1.667. No, no, I'm going to go with my fucking heart. Oh, no, you're giving it higher? I think, personally, that a horror story is worse. I want a divorce. I think a horror story is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. I want a divorce. I think... I think, like, thinking I'm about it. To Andrew now. Like, Please. that was just such. I need somebody who shares my view of terrible movies. I'm gonna give it a 1.5. What? Giving it a 1.5. <laughs> I knew. Because, again, and also, to be fair, I think Pocket Ninjas is also worse. Because that fucking balloon scene and virtual reality, and I think we just have to watch them all again. <laughs> That's the only way. That's the only way. I mean, I'm this ending is ending this podcast. This is undoubtedly one of the, the five worst movies movie. I've ever seen in my life. We can agree on that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, I'm not saying. I, I I gave it a half point. Why? I honestly don't know. Why I gave it a half point. Hey. What? When good food goes bad. That's good you, food goes bad. Oh, that song. No. That's why you gave it a half a point. I gave it a half a point for... Because it's punny. For the hot chocolate thing and the puns and just the fact that, like, it's it's a so bad you have to love it movie. No, it's not. No, but, like, I, I, I get, like, there are things, like, this could be a cult, like, a cult movie that people, like, like the room talk about. Like, there is no redeeming quality to Pocket Ninjas whatsoever. That's just bad. <laughs> Same thing with a horror story. Like, a horror story is just this unrelenting fucking bright side of the world Republican horse shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a lot of ways we could take this conversation. Yes. I think they're all equally bad mm-hmm. for different reasons. Yes. This one felt the most offensive to me personally. Yeah. I was going to say the one thing I get it, and this one is just like a hundred miles an hour offensive in terms of like Thinking that somebody would enjoy this. Yes. Like I, right. I, I get who a horse story could be the for. Of spending that money on. <laughs> yes. You know what we could have done with sixty-five. There's kids in the streets right now. <laughs> that. That could eat all this food. <laughs> that was wasted. That it's not even real. Yeah, like oh, I can see who a horse story is for, and God bless them if you like it, fine. Right. Pocket ninjas. Sure, it was the 90s, and they made those shitty movies for kids. If one kid saw the movie and liked it, cool. Like, But they didn't have a Jewish character that was entirely a nose. Soy vey. Soy I confirmed that this is what it was said when I went to the, the, the trivia. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Soy vey. What was, oh, it was just Kyle, right? Like the South Park Jewish character? It was like Kyle number two. The the other stereotypical Jewish character that I'm thinking of. Oh my hands. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kyle's cousin. Kyle's cousin Kyle. Okay. That was basically that made that look like Bill Goldberg <laughs> in terms of what it did for the Jewish people. Yeah. Alright, so uh three point five is the total. So divide that by three <laughs> and that'll get you the score. So it's like a one point uh one point one something, I think, right? A one point one seven for uh for food fight I think is appropriate. Uh, customary we normally if it's under two destroy this movie. Uh, I I. But it's Jillian's gift and she hasn't watched it yet. Exactly, so we'll have to watch this again one day. Samantha. Yes. So uh, what can we bet on for whoever loses has to watch this with Jillian again? 
No, I'm not taking that, but I'm never going to watch this movie again. I'm so scared to show this to her. Oh, the off chance. I'm going to burn it to the ground. She likes it, because then I might have to potentially watch it even more, and then also I have to get rid of my kid. Because if she likes this, then then I, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. What's the warranty on that kid? Warranty on a kid? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it depends on how far the fire station is. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then if you have the big enough basket. Now it's like she's three, she can stand and walk, so you're going to leave her there and she's going to follow you. So you're really in trouble. Um, all right, well, that's it on Food Fight. It was an adventure. Yep, yep, that's <laughs> yep. about right. It will be hard to top this or, I guess, bottom from here next year. But Well, I did buy you Burglar, which is no, I can already tell you Burglar is going to be the best one we watch. Great. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple upstairs that we haven't watched. So you were with us when we watched Midgets vs. Mascots, right? I don't think I watched that. I think you did. That was a movie where like they have like Gary Coleman and like a team of little people like competing against like fake jackass style events with like giant like masked people in mascot outfits. Like Jason Mewes is there. Could have swore <laughs> you were with us when we saw that. I, <laughs> well, I'm just gonna make you watch it again. Okay, great. Uh, I bought some weird, uh, like, uh, Leprechaun horror movie. That it's not Leprechaun. It's called Unlucky Charms. I have an, another animated movie called Worms. It's not Squirm, but it's about worms. Uh, <laughs> I forget where I bought it, but it was a legitimate movie. It was made like the mid '80s with Jay Leno and Pat Morita called Collision Course. <laughs> it looks very interesting. I have plenty, in other words, okay, of what I'm, what I'm saying. But yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something. Yeah, I have the couple that you got me. Um, we have that Russell Madness, like, dog wrestling movie. Oh, yeah. There's the other stuff you bought with a horse. Like, a horse story was the superstar of that group. But there were other things you bought me that, obviously. Uh, a Big Fat Liar 2. A Bigger, Fatter Liar. Um, with Barry Bostwick. Who's Barry Bostwick? Was it Shoes? It's a movie about shoes. Kicks. Kicks. <laughs> Which actually, we found out, I think, just had good reviews. Okay, so. yeah. Um, yeah, don't worry. This series will live on okay, when, when we see the next time. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others on our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Facebook.com slash Married with Movies at Mary W. Movies on Twitter. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio. Bonus content. Trivia episodes are still coming out as quickly as I can get them edited. Um, for your patronage, you get that bonus content from not only our show, but all the other shows in our network. And uh, MarriedWithMovies at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you have any bad movies that we should keep our eyes on, possibly do in the future. Let Andrew know. Um, just say, tell Andrew hi, and I'll tell him you said hi via our email. Andrew, can they find you anywhere? You want to pimp or promote anything? Uh, nope. <laughs> off I, the I, grid <laughs> I, I just want to say I'm so impressed with how quickly you can go from talking about everything we just talked about to that very like yeah. well scripted yeah. delivery I could have done food fight you could, you could have uh, done we, we, would, we would make a great food let's re let's do this <laughs> how it should have been done yes like let's let's change the world with food fight <laughs> we can do it great Sam? Um, I wouldn't say great. <laughs> um, if we decided to make a movie or, you know, reboot Food Fight, would you? No, I wouldn't touch this ever again. What if I made you Sunshine Goodness? No. What if I made you... No. Mrs. Butterworth? No. <laughs> what no. if I made you... Aunt Jemima. No. <laughs> Definitely no. Uh... It's just, it's terrible. It's just so bad. I want nothing to do with this. Nothing. Disavow. We disavow. I disavow this movie. I'm putting it right up on the shelf. <laughs> it's good. Up through all the rest of them. Samantha, any final thoughts? No. Thank you. Any final thoughts? No. Well. Do you? Do you have any final thoughts? No. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> the, the, the woman from Get Out. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's me. But that's my brain the entire time. Why did he have an Indiana Jones thing? He's a detective. A dog detective, man. Four mullet.
This is Mullet. Signing off for this week's episode of Merry Movies. We'll catch you next time on the couch. Flash the movies. Oh, I can't wait to find these songs and put two of them on this episode. Joe Bean Esposito? What? Joe Bean Esposito was one of the songwriters. <laughs> God, that somehow sounds like a fucking offensive name they gave a character in the movie. It was a day like any other From waking in the morning Till the stars were in the sky When all at once magic happened Oh, it took me by surprise Now my heart is beating like a circus drum And this whole world feels better Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.